Welcome back to Gear and Review. I am Reed Smith, joined by Bobby Ratu. What's going on, man? It's uh, it's going good. We're uh, we're recording this as we approach, or we're between the two holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas. So it's kind of that time of year where um, you know starting to see some Christmas lights out. Weather gets a little cooler. Um, anyway, it's just kind of fun fun time of year. Yeah, and this is the time when everybody starts asking me, "Hey, man, I want to buy a camera for my." daughter or my buddy or I want to buy a camera. And so this will be next couple of ones will be pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. So the next, uh, next few episodes, you'll hear us go through, uh, and talk through a couple of different options in the Canon lineup. And today specifically talking about the Canon EOS R give it, give me uh, give me kind of a basic, uh, where does this fit in the lineup? Um, it's a new camera, right? You used yeah. it this past weekend for the first time. Yep. So it is a brand new um, full-frame camera that's mirrorless. Um, Canon just released it uh, for the, I would say, the prosumer. Not the professional grade, but the prosumer. You know, So it can jump over down to the consumer if they want to spend about $2,200 on the camera. Um it's also for the prof- uh, the professional person that has professional EF lenses. So it, there's there's it's really interesting camera, but I think we have a lot to talk about. Okay, very cool. So you mentioned um, you know this kind of goes goes either direction, right? And um, you know being able to take advantage of some of the glass maybe you've already invested in on the on the pro side of the equation, but. Um, how long has it been out? Um, kind of wh- where does this fit in the in the lineup? You mentioned it being mirrorless. We talked about the the M50 just a few weeks ago, um, but kind of where does this where does this fit in their product lineup? I would say it is definitely. We've talked about the Canon 5D Mark IV and the Mark III. That's more of a professional camera. Um, before you get to the the high end professional, this I would say would be the mirrorless version of that 5D Mark III, maybe more on the consumer side. Um, the price range, if you bought a 5D Mark IV, which they, uh, the body, that's about a $3,300, $3,400 camera body, where the EOS uh, R is about a $2,200 camera body. So it's a little bit more expensive than some of the consumer base um, like the EOS Rebels and the mm-hmm. the 6D, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a full frame camera and it does a lot of really cool things. So that's kind of where it fits in that product line. It's been out for maybe a month and a half, two months. Um, they announced it uh, probably three months ago that it was coming. So it's it's a good camera. So let's talk about you know maybe somebody that does have you know a Canon Rebel um, or, or something that would be. Uh, you know, something they bought at Best Buy, Target, you know, et cetera, kind of that entry level uh, digital SLR. Uh, what what are you getting over that as you move into something something like this? Like, what what's the big? You mentioned full frame, but what's the big jump? Okay, so first of all, this is a full frame camera, so it's not the smaller sensor; it's the bigger sensor. Um, the biggest thing that you will notice immediately is that it's all menu driven. So there's not a lot of buttons for those professional people. A lot of the professionals love the buttons where they can control everything. This is more menu driven and tries to take things off your hands and help you more. 
Um, so this camera might drive some of the professional photographers crazy, um, only because it's trying to do more for you. Um, it, the other thing about this camera is that it has its own special mount. Nikon has recognized over the years to keep one mount for all lenses. This one is a new lens mount in the Canon lineup. You have the smaller uh, sensor cameras like the Rebel have a certain mount. And then when you go up to the professional side, the EF mount um, has its own mount. And then the R, the EOS R, has its own mount. And they have built a couple lenses specifically for this camera that um, fit it directly. And But they're, they recognize that there are people that already have a lot of the EF lenses and the small sensor lenses, um, the EFS mount, and they have convert a converter to put on the camera so that you can mount your lenses directly to this. Uh, so that's one of the bis- big thing is that it has its own mount, so to speak. Okay. So it really is kind of a crossover then. It's, it's a crossover. The next thing I noticed is, first of all, it's a, the form factor is, is lighter and smaller than the professional grade cameras, like the 5D Mark IV or um, some of the bigger cameras. It's just a little bit smaller and it has a really more consumer based LED screen in the back where you can pop it out, move it around a little bit. Uh, mainly f- so that you can line the camera up and you can flip the flip it around to see yourself type of thing. And it's really menu driven, meaning that, for instance, for the professional photographers that like to use a button in the autofocus inside your uh, viewfinder, uh, where you can move the focal point around with your finger, this, you have to touch the screen to set the place where you want to focus and then look in the viewfinder. I think this camera was built more for video than actually for photography. It was video first, I think, for that, for for a lot of the consumers and prosumer people. Okay. And talk talk a little bit about that. Cause can, can do you do you get video capabilities on like the Rebel or the 6D, those types of cameras? Yes, you do. Um, like the 6D, it's a smaller frame. So it's not going to be a full frame video. You're going to get HD quality, but it doesn't maximize the full frame effect, the 6D and the 5D Mark IV and III um, are full frame uh, HD quality um, with lots of flavors, different types. The 5D Mark IV has 4K with a bunch of different flavors of 4K. Um, this one is a full frame. You can do 4K HD and but it only gives you a few flavors of 4K and HD as compared to the Mark IV. Um, but it allows you to take that full frame in. So it's more of a compressed video for the consumer. They don't care for the professional person. You know, many times they'd look at this and say, do we want this as a main camera with a compressed 4K image? Um, gotcha. So that that's where that crossover is a little bit. But again, you're, you're out video and. Um, at a family reunion, sports, um, you know, even hobby based stuff. I mean, that's going to be everything you want. It's going to be every, you know, for the average person or even the prosumer in the small video production shops or even in a healthcare marketing or, uh, communications based, 
um, department inside of a company. This would be a great camera with video first. It has a mic input on it, so you can pop a mic on top of it. Um, it has all those different uh, hookups built into it, you know, an HDMI out, mic input. It's also got an earphone uh, jack, so you can listen to the audio oh, wow. in the camera, which is kind of cool. Um, it works with the SD cards, um, so that's a really good thing. It also uses the same batteries as the F- 5D Mark IV and III. Uh, so you can drop, take the batteries back and forth. Um, it's a lot lighter and a little bit smaller. You'll see in the picture, uh, in this, uh, uh, in this episode at the top, you'll see the difference in the size. Um, the other thing it does, which is kind of unique is that it has different mounts, uh, to mount your lens as an adapter for the EF lenses where you, one of them is a fast ring where you can turn it to you can set that turning to something special so like you can manage on that fast ring on that adapter something on the lens that so you don't have to stick your hand all the way on the lens so there's something you can manage and set that as an option um and it has a very visible record button on the top for video so that you can just hit one button where on the the other cameras it's on the back with your thumb so they're really it's almost like they're trying to not get you away from looking through the viewfinder, but look as you're ste- um, have it on a tripod or something. Gotcha. Interesting. Well, what are what are a couple of you know uh, wh- where does this fit? So if I'm looking for uh, a new camera, you know, who who am I that this is this is the right thing for? This is this camera is I always talk about it in terms of budget, right? This is for someone that um, probably already has some EF lenses and would like a second camera, more video focus to their photography cameras like the, the Mark IV. And you can switch lenses back and forth. This is a great complement to those content collectors that wants more of a full frame um, look uh, that has more professional quality to the video if you're shooting in 4K. And uh, so this would fit really nicely inside some small video production shops. This would fit great into a mid-sized to larger hospital for your content collectors where they can hand off a card to the video production staff. Um, it's a great crossover because it takes beautiful still images. It does um, because the photography side you can set it to a high speed burst up to uh, eight frames per second. So it can fire off a bunch of images really quickly because that it's mirrorless. Um, so this fits really nicely inside um, a lot of different um, groups that are trying to do more video with pictures as an option as well. What about downsides? Anything that after using it, um, anything that, seemed clunky, weird, wished it had, wished it, it admitted. What, what's the, what's the downside? Um, couple downsides for me because I'm a Canon person. One, I don't want to go buy another type of lens just for a camera. I'm thankful they gave me an adapter, but I've, I've invested so much money in lenses. I don't want to go buy another lens just to say I bought another lens. Right. Right. I mean, let's right. let's be real. I mean, I, it just drives me nuts. Uh, second, it is more menu driven, so it takes 
it wasn't built for me as a photographer where I like to hold the camera to my eye and really examine the, uh, the imagery, um, when I'm taking a picture, uh, it wants me to look through the LCD screen. I don't like that as much taking pictures. It, it just doesn't feel right to me. I don't like holding something out. Um, and then another thing that is a little bit different that I'm still working through is just, it's the fact that everything is menu driven. Like I have to go through a menu mm-hmm. to set things up or to do something or make a change. Whereas I could do that with a simple button. Mm-hmm. Uh, on my 5D Mark IV, you know, that's, and maybe that's just something that I'm just a grumpy man who likes his, his cameras. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think, you know, a lot of that is, is, is personal, it is personal preference and right. what you, what you learned on, what you like, what you're used to, those types of things. And so again, like a lot of this technology is going to come down to what you're comfortable with and, and personal preference outside of maybe the lens uh, component to this, obviously, um, you know, that's one functional item that I think, um, it's not just a preference. It's just a, it's just the way it's, it's built. Whereas the menu, uh, the LCD screen, things like that. Um, some people may be perfectly content with, you know, right. But yeah, the lens piece to me, at least seems like the biggest downside if, if you had to choose one, yep. but anyway, it's, it's, it looks like to be a great option. Um, Really, really slick, uh, nice looking camera. Uh, yeah, um, uh, aesthetically and things like that, and so very much worth someone spending some time checking out and, and trying it. Um, yeah, yeah. Any, any last words before we uh, before we get out of here? I would say if you're a, a, a hospital or a small video production shop or mid sized video production shop or um, or even a, a consumer, rent it first. Mm-hmm. You can go to lensrentals.com. They've got it up there. The EOS R, um, it's about 136 bucks for seven days. That That's great. It's a great price point. Make sure you get the lens uh, adapter, mount adapter for your EF lenses. Um, and they allow, you just get in there and play with it. I think that's a great option. And uh, Lens Rental does a really good job. They give you the option, if you like it, you can buy it directly from them. And they reduce the the charge for that camera. They take off the rental fee that you just paid. So nice. I, I, I like that option a lot. Any new camera, I like to play with it first and decide if it's something that's going to fit my arsenal or something we're going to use. Absolutely. It's a great, great suggestion. Well, uh, another good episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the support. Touchpoint.health is the website. If you would, please go out there, check out not this show, but all the other ones on the Touchpoint Network. Rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. And uh, until next time, that's Bobby Rattu and I'm Reed Smith. This show is made possible in part by the Social Health Institute. Through research and partnerships with healthcare organizations around the country, the Social Health Institute explores new and innovative ways for hospitals, healthcare organizations to develop and enhance their social media and digital marketing strategy. To learn more about the Social Health Institute, visit them online at socialhealthinstitute.com. That's socialhealthinstitute.com. This has been a Touchpoint Media production. To learn more about this show and others like it, please visit us online at touchpoint.health.